0: It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in.
1: what's happening spacers good morning good morning so nine of season two we are so excited to have you all christy and rob we got rob today rob is hey. out with us. what's up big rob
2: hey what's going on brother good to be here
1: man it's so good to see you man so good to see you next to your your beautiful queen and uh we you know, figured you know what we got a lot to talk about today and you know, I think Rob will be a great addition to our conversation. So uh he's gonna um mess around and
3: he you don't know what you got uh, get a, you a, a don't goodness. know what you asked for, Mike. I know, I know. Good I know. Lord help us today.
2: He know what he asked for. <laughs> Me and the brother go way back. He know what he asked for. He know That's what he right. was doing.
3: We're That's in right. trouble, audience. We are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, thank you for everybody who's tuning in
1: on our live broadcast. You know, we we broadcast live 11 a.m. Eastern time on uh, social media. But then also we have many, many, many listeners who tune into the podcast throughout the week, literally around the world. And so we thank you all. You could uh, be investing your time and energy in anything else, but you've chosen to hang out with Headspace with Dr. Mike. And so we are so grateful for you. Got to give a special shout out to the team over at Elevation Global Media. Thank you so much. It's the mothership. Uh, Thank you so much for Uh, just the support that you constantly give and just the encouragement that you give. And uh, to our producer, Crystal, thank you for keeping us where we need to go. On that note, we got lots to talk about.
3: As usual, but even more so today. We
1: we got a lot to talk about. And you know what? We're going to talk about the thing. We're going to talk about the thing. We've dedicated a a good portion of the show to that. But, But there was some other news happening in the world uh, before the thing right so what, what what's what you got for us today Christy
3: I'm trying to think okay I, I'm gonna start with so yesterday was April Fool's
1: yes April or Fool's, April yes. 1st right yeah
3: and so so you know a lot of people do, you know do jokes I think rob did one of his at his job, at his job yeah. uh yesterday yeah. played a little practical joke just yes. something cute and I typically typically don't get in on it uh but over the years these jokes have gotten more and more like elaborate and people got more, more and more creative. But one trend that had kicked up for a while was people were announcing false pregnancies. Like they were pretending that they were pregnant on April 1st uh, and then, you know, saying April Fool's. By now, pretty much if you post on April 1st that you're pregnant, nobody believes you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but what's happening is there's a, a lot of drawback from that, as as we know, a, a large percentage of the population, unfortunately, both men and women, experience infertility. You know, problems uh, getting pregnant or uh, losing their pregnancies. A lot of issues surrounding having a child, and so mm-hmm. a lot of people are. It's like you do that; it's a cardinal sin to do mm-hmm. that. You know. Mm-hmm. And so what we found is, despite that, celebrities and people are still doing that. So learned that Kiki Palmer apparently announced yesterday she was pregnant. Don't know if that that's true or not, but it seems like it's not. And then did you say, who who else did it, Mike?
1: Tiffany Haddish.
3: And this was yesterday she did it.
2: Yep. Tiffany Haddish posted something about a baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would have yeah. known that was uh, April Fool's <laughs> Tiffany Haddish.
3: Yeah. So, So the question is, you know, a lot of people are upset about it. You know, about these celebrities and people in general doing it. So I want to know what your thoughts are about that. Are we too sensitive about it? Is it something? I mean, we know it's a this is a joke. Uh wh- what do you think?
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that's a hard one. I mean, you the two of you, my family as also, also has dealt with that. So that for me is not something I would joke about, right? That's just not me. Now, for the record. <clears throat> For the record and sherelle and i had a great conversation about this yesterday she is the practical jokester and i'm not like i i um i would i remember in college i was traumatized by some of the things they did to folk with the the jokes and stuff and so i always just kind of was just like you know what i'm just not going to do it to people because i wouldn't want them doing it to me that's just me because you wake me up because a lot of times there was one particular joke where they put like a 20 Uh, those little alarm clocks what's up mike miller they put those little um alarm alarm clocks and they hit them all in this boy's room and they went off at like random times and it was like funny but i already know myself and while you know yeah i'm a county boy i'm still from baltimore and you wake me up at three o'clock in the morning with some alarm clocks and there's still some i just don't know if I would have kept it holy so I just I stay away from the practical jokes I just do and so I'm and I feel bad because I kind of take that from Shirella because she loves to do that you know she came from a big family that's Mm how they pass time and stuff but but I do agree I think that we do get to a point where we're sensitive I don't throw that on to other people right like if that's your joke like enjoy yourself you know and just I'm not going to participate but at the same time I'm not going to hold it against you but I'm kind
3: of just wired a little different I guess Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Like, like you said, I've been through the whole miscarriage. We've been through Mm -hmm. the whole miscarriage and all that. I, I don't, maybe I'm just not, I know that I'm not that sensitive Mm -hmm. in, in that area. Like I'm not sensitive Mm -hmm. to the point where I can't take it as a joke. Mm
4: -hmm. Um,
3: but that's me and I understand that not everyone is going to receive it the same way. Um, I don't think it's worth, you know, the cancel culture or anything. I don't think anybody's saying that they're canceling yeah. Tiffany Haddish or Kiki Palmer because yeah. of it. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal. Like, it's a joke. Let's move past it. And this whole joke thing, we're gonna, I know we're going to circle back to this later on in, in the program. But I, I don't think it's a big deal. I think we are, we are a little bit sensitive in, in these areas. Yeah, just a little bit.
4: Babe, yeah. what do you think?
2: I think some things, some jokes are like in-house jokes. Like if you have a couple that does that with each other and they and they play jokes, and, and let's say the husband said, you know, I don't want to have kids for another three, four years or, or what have you, and then the wife decides to just do a prank in-house, it'd probably be hilarious to get his reaction. And uh, there's some stages that's not good for certain jokes. You kind of yeah. you kind of gotta do what uh One of the greatest comedians, Paul Mooney. You got to read the room. You got to
1: read the room that you know what? That's a good point. And I was just having a conversation with one of my one of my team members um, last week about being situationally aware. And I think that sometimes that more than anything is what causes the angst because you're not situationally aware. I just think that 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 is that. So well, I mean, look, Kiki, Tiffany Haddish, if it is true, congratulations. If it's not.
3: You know, half a- April Fools. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. What else you got, Christy? All right. So let's just stay on stay on the celebrity kick. So on a more serious note, Bruce Willis. I know, man. Ah, oh, yeah. I know that. You know, I I know Babe is a big Bruce Willis fan, and you know, I I respect him. I'm not a what's the one? Oh, 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 oh. What's that movie that you like make me watch <laughs> all the time?
2: Um uh,
3: The Crazy One uh, with uh with the other comedian Chris Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Um oh my god it'll come to me keep talking. Yeah, anyway, but like I'm not there are a lot of Bruce Willis movies that I enjoy. Fifth element. Fifth element, thank you. Um oh, that's yeah. not <laughs> my movie. That's not one that I particularly enjoy, except for the <laughs> part. Uh but I am I I'm, I'm a fan. Like I could say a distant fan of Bruce Willis, yeah. and yeah. that it really saddens me uh, that he's going through. It. And I had never heard of this this disease.
1: I hadn't heard of it, either. and apparently there's some others that have had it, um, that have it going on. But I mean, the whole story about it, like I didn't when I was watching Entertainment Tonight, and they showed, they said that it was so bad that they had to put an earpiece in for years like it wasn't just a recent thing it was like a couple of years yeah That they had to feed him his lines and stuff I mean I was just like um wow that is
3: that is really sad my goodness that is that is really sad yeah, yeah. So, and then and then I've read something and I'm gonna try to pull it up I thought I had the article stick on standby but then I heard our boy Jim Carrey after this movie he's doing now, is stepping away from acting. I don't think it's because of anything medical, uh, but I I heard that, and I'm like, wait a minute now, what is going on? Is this the great resignation of the celebrities? I know, right? What is going on?
1: I know, right? You know what? I am getting, so we, I invited the president and CEO of Elevation Global Media to hang out with us, uh, and I wanted her to to contribute to our conversation, because there's just so much going on here, but she actually has some other commitments, but I wanted to give her a chance to just say hi to the people. So, if we could bring in the presidente, uh co- co- the first lady of communications in 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 Baltimore City, the <laughs> one, the only, Cassandra Ferguson. What's up, boss lady? How are you?
4: I am good. How are you? Can you guys hear me? Okay.
1: We hear you. You are doing the grandma. What what is what what, what do your grandkids call you? Because you know. Y'all have these, uh, these, what they call you? Grandma. Okay, so you stuck with the traditional route.
4: I did. Okay. I did. I said whatever comes out of their mouth first. But yeah, but they say grandma, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I'm fine I know that's it. right. It, it, I know that's feels, right. It feels it just feels good because right now our um, son and his wife and our two grandkids they sold their home and they're getting another one built, so they're staying with us, right? Okay. And so, And so I'll hear her down the hall, Grandma, where are you? (laughs) And I think that's the cutest thing. (laughs) So I'm fine with it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. That is incredible. So we are, while you're here with us, what what exciting things are you guys working on with Elevation Global Media? I know um, you have played a very big part in uh, getting Headspace with Dr. Mike as well as some other uh podcasts uh, off the ground what are some like what are some things that y'all are working on if you wanted to just share with the people real quick
4: i will share with the people so a lot of times people think that we are just you know helping with the streaming or the podcast we have a radio of course we have the radio elevate your life talk radio which we're also getting into the youtube tv um elevate your life um tv but we are also partnering let's just say with the big boys right because a lot of times, as a smaller company or a smaller business, um, we try to compete against them, but we're collaborating because to, to understand the that they have the resources, they can pull the demographics, they can help us to reach those areas that we cannot reach. But mm-hmm. it's all about our clients. So, so if we have a client in Texas, we have a client in California or Florida, we're able to expand the brands there, um, and based off a. Of, we can even pull demographics, say, if somebody is on their phone. Yep. Every time you see an ad pop up on your phone, it's a reason because they're watching you. Yes, they are. Absolutely. If somebody was searching an ad for a vacation home or somebody was searching an ad for a certain um, dress style, we're able to pull those demographics and tailor tailor your marketing plan in the area you want to reach according to that. So we just partner with iHeart. Um, we had already had a partnership with ABC. We um, had already had a partnership with um, Radio One. We're partnering with the Afro paper. So we're doing this so we can begin to help our clients to reach the audience they want. And it's going to be, a, let's just say a sweatless victory because we're doing all the negotiating. We're doing everything for you. All you got to do is show up and look good. That's all.
1: That is incredible. <laughs> I, you know, that is that is really incredible. And... We were we were just having conversation just about the the just uh the idea of um how things are kind of shifting with uh, you know we have celebrities that uh, you know bruce willis uh with mm-hmm. his his illness and we have um jim carrey that's kind of stepping aside and we'll kind of pick that conversation up but one of the things that became really big is that i feel as if the the tide is changing like we're starting yep. to see Different types of personalities. We're starting to um, we're starting to have different mediums of which you can get the message out there, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are different players in the game, if I could say, right? You know, there, there are different people who are becoming different household names. Like it used to be, you know, people because you saw them on a movie, you saw them in a TV show, you may have seen them on stage, but now it's because I recognize this person from TikTok or. Right. I know the person from Instagram, or mm-hmm. you know, I listen, I I, I tune into their podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I just think that that is that is extremely important and necessary the work that you're doing. So, applaud, well, thank right. you.
0: Yeah, thank
3: I, I want to just piggyback on that because the, the audience may not know, but I have a background in uh, television. I used to be a news producer for a couple of stations here locally, and. What I have r- recognized is that, you know, it used to be, oh, let's get channel such and such here to cover this story, or if you're doing X, Y, and Z, let's get them here. And now it's like social media, you yeah. know, way to do that. It's really, I mean, it's still important. It's an important medium to get the message out. But mm-hmm. right now, it, it's really getting getting your pause on. You have to work wait until five o'clock or four o'clock to get this news. And, um, Getting it immediately through social media, podcasts, and those ways is really what's that's what it is these days.
4: Yeah, and that's so true, Christy. Because even sitting down and speaking with the I Heart, and 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 you know them showing us the numbers of where the most of the audience is coming from, mm-hmm. and it's no longer. I'm not unfortunately, it's no no longer the regular TV shows, right? But it's like you said, the TikTok, it's the streaming stations and all that that's kind of taken over. But it's also one thing, Mike, I want to tell your audience. A lot of times people are intimidated. You have a message, you have a gift, and you have something that God wants you to do, but you're intimidated because number one, because you've never done it before. That's understandable. That's understandable. You got you to gotta step out the boat, right? <laughs> and sometimes stepping out the boat can be a little fearful, but. When God has placed people around you, and that's one of my words for this year, leverage. Leverage the relationships you have. You, you may not know how to do it, but you know what to know to go get to somebody that knows how to do it. So when you talk about the change of the tides, now listen to this. Don't, and I heard this through a conference through Bill Winston. He does a powerful business and leadership mm-hmm. conference, and I did a virtual conference with him last weekend. The lady said, one of the speakers said, don't wait till the opportunity come to get ready. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself before the opportunity gets there. And what you're doing is you're walking out the plan that God has already given you. And you're leveraging off of those relationships that God has connected you with. So when you walk in, it's going to be a little different. Don't base your experience off of somebody mm-hmm. else's experience in the past. It's hard. It was hard to do this. Hard. No, don't do that. Don't do that. There's a change in the tides. There's a this is a new thing. God says in his word, I am doing a new thing. Can you not perceive it? Yeah. So until people get that I can't and I do or what has happened in the past with other people out their mind, they'll never stop, they'll never step into their fullness, they'll never step into their impossibilities. So I'm saying that people need to leverage their relationships. They need to understand why God put certain people in your life doing certain things. Like Chrissy, I didn't know she used to do that, but I'm going to tap into her now. <laughs> tap on, we,
3: sister. We and I'm going to tap media, right
4: back. Need, I'm need, tapping need, right back. One of the things that we're also going to do is meteor coaching. We need some media coaches. Right? Mm-hmm. To help people. To mm-hmm. strengthen them to walk out. So this is what I'm just saying. You know, just... To understand where we are right now, we're not going back to what we used to be. We're mm-hmm. not. Get that out your mind. Yeah. God is doing exactly. a new thing, and you got to leverage. You got to pay attention to what's happening, the way things are happening, and you got to be fully present in the moment.
1: That's and awesome. that's all I want That is awesome. Wow. You know what? You were supposed to be coming on to participate in the conversation <laughs> But you didn't mess around, and you did you did your side. I don't
4: mess around. I don't mess around. You and,
1: and, and just and did what you were supposed to do. And so we thank you for hanging out with us. And um, we definitely appreciate the support and the love. And we want you to enjoy soccer practice with the with, with Muffin.
4: <laughs> muffin. And look, Muffin is good, y'all. So I want y'all to remember Muffin name.
1: Muffin name. What Liana,
4: is Muffin? M- Liana. Um Blake Ferguson. You guys remember that name because she is okay. good. Okay. She is really good. As a two year old, no, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a grandma, right? I'm saying that because the girl got skills. Yeah, okay. All right.
1: <laughs> the US women's national team for soccer yes. better be yes. prepared.
4: Right. The they better be
1: ready.
4: Down. And she coming with a grandma. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Cassandra. We love you. All right.
4: Good and love you We'll, guys we'll talk to
1: you soon. All righty. We're going to okay. go ahead and take a break. Sandra,
4: good to see you. Good to see you
1: too. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take a break, Crystal. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man, Garrett Brace, is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael, clients of his, as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp. Clean and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Waltz Services on Instagram. Remember, G Waltz Services servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So it's amazing God does things the way you, He gonna do them. And um, <clears throat> my uh, head note for today is making room for more. And uh, it goes right in line with what Cassandra shared with us. There is a saying I've heard from time and time from a man by the name of Richard Cox that says, "Act like the leader you want to be." And this quote actually has caused some to be a little confused because they receive it as, um, <clears throat> you know, while you're be- you're acting one way while being another, you know, and in turn it suggests that <clears throat> that you lack authenticity and genuineness. Um, but, but one of the things that I took that as is, you know what, you start stepping into the role and focus on the next thing, right? Um, sometimes we get so comfortable in our status quo, which in turn causes us to settle in place. Uh, we tend to get comfortable, right? Um, we in turn stop dreaming. We stop casting vision. Um, we stop hanging out with the people that encourage us to move in a new direction we tend to stay with the folk who kind of allow us to stay in the spot right one of the things i do appreciate about my circle is that i have a circle of folk who really know um that i'm there are things that they know that god has called me to do and there are things that i've acknowledged that god has called me to do and they will not be me, let me be comfortable in just sitting in complacency and lack of desire to do the next thing um there's a great verse in isaiah um chapter 54 that speaks to this um verse 1 says shout for joy o barren woman who bears no children break forth in song and cry aloud you who have never travailed because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband says the lord enlarge the side of your tent stretch out the curtains of your dwellings do not hold back lengthen your ropes and drive your stakes in deep for you will spread out to the right and left your descendants will dispossess the nations and inhabit the desolate cities. And one of the things that I I I'll never forget when that passage was preached uh, a sermon a sermon I I heard someone preach, it talks about the whole idea that yes, right now the woman is barren. Right now she doesn't look like she's going to give birth. Right now it just the, the odds seem to be stacked against you to get what it is that you're hoping to get and to get what I promised you. But the key is God promised it. God said it. He said it. He said it was going to happen. And I want you to start putting yourself in a posture, just as Cassandra said, start being ready to receive it. Start putting yourself in a position to get what it is and and start walking in that future. So, you know, one of the things that we do when we're losing weight, we tend to kind of take some of the big clothes. And we throw them out. Why? Because we're saying, "Look, I didn't lost the weight. I can't fit. In. These clothes are too big for me. I'm going to start the process of, um, you know, putting those away so I don't. It's not comfortable for me to go back into those big clothes." Um, what some people will do is they'll say, "Look, I'm not buying any clothes bigger than this size. So if I get to a point where these things start to hug on me, then guess what? It means I got to start stepping back. That's acting like the person you want to be. That's putting yourself in the position to grow." And to be ready to move into the things you're supposed to move into. One of the things I want to challenge all of us is in this season, especially as things are picking back up, life is starting to life is starting to be consistently normal again, right? And you know, no, notice what I'm saying here. I'm not saying it's gonna be normal because normal is always gonna it's 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 a spectrum, right? Normal is going to be what it's gonna be when it's gonna be it. But what we are noticing is that we're staying in a season a little longer than it was over the last couple of years, right? You know, we we went through the ups and downs of the COVID and, and we went through the opening and closing and this and that. And, and it looks like, you know, Lord willing, we're in a put where things are starting to get better, where we're going to be able to be in these seasons a little longer. And as you're starting to do that, start making room for what it is that you know, you're supposed to do. Here's the thing I want to tell you about is that God's integrity, his character is at stake here. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this, God is not capable of lying. God is not capable of being deceitful. God is not capable of tricking us. that's That's not a part of his character. That's not a part of his personality. That's not who he is. So if he's laid this thing on your heart, then what that means is that he's going to make a provision for you to get there. And even if it doesn't look the way you think it should look, know that it's the process. What I always say about process, series of events that must take place in order for one big event to happen. And that's why we need to make sure we're making room for more. And guess what, y'all? That's my heads up.
3: a Headspace with Dr. Mike's show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart.
1: all right y'all christy you were talking about um you were talking about jim carrey jim carrey is leaving i apologize we wanted to make sure we got uh the president in but um thank you for um kind of opening it up because i did not know about jim carrey
3: stepping down from acting yeah he said i've done enough i'm quoting him now I- i've done enough he's retiring he said uh i enjoy what is that direct quote uh I really like my quiet life and I really love putting paint on canvas and I really love my spiritual life. And I feel like at this and this is something that you might never hear another celebrity say as long as time exists. I have done. I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough.
1: OK, I get it. You know what? I think I appreciate that now that I'm in my 40s. I think I can. I can, I think I can appreciate that. I think. I don't know. What do y'all think about that?
2: So his level of creativity and genius, everybody should should know that Jim Carrey shares a piece of the spectrum. With yeah. Just his creativity and where he is and what he's given. Yeah. I applaud him for being smart enough to say, you know what, I need to unplug yep. before my light burns up. Yep. You got some people that go and go and go and they pass from stress-related things because yep. they keep giving and keep giving and they don't have anything left to mm-hmm. retire with. He yeah. said, Listen, I'm good, so yeah. why I keep going? You know, acting has changed anyway. He was a really physical comedian,
3: mm, excellent point.
2: So, he, right, he did point. a lot of things that you won't see comedic actors doing today, as far yeah. as their bodies and what they put themselves through. So, that's smart,
3: yeah. Yeah, you, you brought, up, brought up a great point. When I look at the body of Jim Carrey's work, it, I mean, he, you like you said, he really puts himself he does those sound effects he jerks his body around and i mean he's hilarious i mean and he's always invited to the cookout since his days from i uh, live in color you know <laughs> uh but I am bill. yeah uh, let, me, let me tell you something. that's exactly when i couldn't think of his name I, all i said to mike this morning was let me tell you something he was like oh jim carrey <laughs> <I'm> like,
1: <laughs> i am marshall bill yes. yeah
3: so, so I yeah i i will i will miss the potential of new projects with him, but he has such a catalog. We we watch Liar Liar, and what's the other one where him and his wife go on the lamb? Not the lamb, but they start robbing people. Oh,
2: and he uh, was indicted.
3: Yeah, indicted. Anyway, that hilarious, one. is hilarious. I, we can't think of no yeah. movies until the last. <laughs> but yeah, that movie Dick is and play, Dick and James. Yeah, something with Dick and James. It's just Dick and James. Yeah. So, <laughs> bravo to him. Bravo, to well, bravo
1: jim carrey bravo we wish you all the best and thank you for leaving us a great like you said catalog that we can uh we can definitely uh celebrate your your giftedness yep mm. i'm heard
2: about bruce though man.
1: yeah yeah the bruce thing you know john McClane will never yeah. be the same do you yeah, know yeah. that um whenever i take a long flight i when i get to the hotel i take my socks and sh- my shoes and socks off and just rub my toes on the um carpet just because of that. Like, that movie just it's just, like a habit I do. Oh, my goodness. It's I know insane. it's so weird to say. But yeah. I do that, like, especially if, especially if I do like a, a transcontinental. Like, if I go to LA or something, that's one of the first things I do is take my shoes and socks off and just, like, rub my feet <laughs> on, the, um, nice. on the carpet.
2: <laughs> McClain, yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Lord have mercy. What else you got, Christy? It, you got is
3: it time? Go.
1: It's almost there. We're almost time. We're gonna take a break okay. before we do that. So you got a couple more
3: pieces, though. I, I do. So we're talking about retiring and people knowing when to hold them and fold them, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna transition that into the political world. Okay. You know, and I'm saying that because we have a lot of senators. You know, thank God governors have a two-year, you know, <laughs> uh,
1: two-term limit. Two
3: terms that they can do not two-year, two-term. Thank you, Mike. Uh, but I'm bringing up to say some some people just need to step it back. They need to take a couple seats, you know. When I think about individuals such as Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz, I am just pretty much over them. But what well, I'm talking about Ted Cruz is Ted Cruz is considered a junior senator, and it feels like he's been there for a lifetime.
1: He does seem like he's been there, for yeah, a long time. <laughs>
3: yeah. And 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 I'm not just and I know that might sound very re- Republican. Um, Leading. I am not just talking about Republicans. I think Pelosi needs to have several seats. Yeah. Um, the list, oh, what's her? Uh, oh gosh, I'm having a brain freeze. Schumer. Yes, he needs to have a seat. <laughs> I, there are several that need to say, mm. you know what? I'm going to take Jim Carrey. I've done enough. I am enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me sit down. But I brought all up, up to say that, uh, okay, Arizona. It is seemingly they big mad about turning blue this last presidential election. So the governor uh, has just signed into law uh, a proof of citizenship law that the the Arizonians have to have proof of citizenship in order to vote in the next presidential election or presidential elections to come. Uh, So, of course, that's not flying too well with many of the people on the left maybe even in a center. Uh, So, yeah. What do we think about that?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I, you know, well, they're making even the Katanji Brown situation. They're making that a thing Mm -hmm. um, because they're um, they're trying to build this case. It's funny you say about Arizona, because um, one of the issues that they're dealing with is her. um, They're trying to make it a thing that her She's she's soft on crime. Mm-hmm. And um, which is it's fast? It's fascinating to me because first of all, she's a federal judge, so I get it. But the types of crimes that she deals with are not on the same level as what the major cities are dealing with, right? So it's it's a catch twenty two. But they're they're using those buzzwords to make people like you know Arizona, like the senator in Arizona, um, the Gabby Gabby Giffords, Gabby Giffords' husband, the, the astronaut, right? Mm-hmm. So. They got him, right? Because he surprised everybody and won. And then you had um Raphael um Warnock down in Atlanta, right? Down in Georgia. So you got that because both of them are in seats that are being contested and stuff. And so they're building this case. You know, it I've come to this conclusion. Politics just suck. Like they just they just really suck. And um it's just it's hard to watch the whole situation. But one thing I do take. I do take solace in is that God is not caught off guard by it, mm-hmm. um, and he he gets the final say and it's just funny like you're, we're watching the situation with um, Clarence Thomas play out that's going to be very fascinating to see how that does in turn play out because um, you know there was some things there was some shady stuff that happened with the Supreme Court stuff earlier on you know with the last president right and now we're I just I just find that things just end up going full circle, you know? So yeah. um, it's, wild. It's, it's wild. But what that does say to me is that I need to do my part where I'm at, and I'm encouraging our listeners to do their part where you're at. Encourage people to vote. Like, encourage people to vote. And there's some major stuff that's on the ballot. Um, decriminali- cr- decrim- The decriminalization of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were paying attention to the slap that was heard around the world, the House of Representatives just voted to allow it to be um to kind of take off the i, I don't want to call it decriminalization because i know there's and well no it's the whole idea of right now you can as a state because in maryland we're dealing with it where it's going to be on the ballot in november yeah as a state it can be legal right but it doesn't change you from the federal issue so it's still federally outlawed. Right. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is the the house is actually in the process. They just voted to make it so that that wouldn't be the case. Now, what it does in the Senate, I don't know. I highly doubt that it'll it'll go farther because, you know, and and I'll be honest with you, it's not about it's not about just drugs. It's about, in my opinion, keeping a certain part portion of our our population um, at a disadvantage. Because Thank when you because de- when you decriminalize it, what it means then is that you have to let some of those folks go out of jail.
2: So um, my biggest thing with that is, we heard the word earlier, leveraging, right? Mm-hmm. If you open those doors, now the government is able to leverage what people have been doing anyway. That's right. Now they get to do like they do with everything else, get the That's big right. piece of it. Yeah, and leave the crumbs on the table. So why right. spend money having somebody stand in front of a judge when I can just take money from them what they're spending and let them go about their business? That's right. It's it's, it's the root of water, easiest yep. route, and plus we benefit. That's how yep. I feel about that.
3: And and another part of that is, is the flip side because uh, we've had this discussion before. Mm. You know, when they decriminalize, it's it's too, It's tricky. We got to look at everything, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we feel like the decriminalization of marijuana is also a trick because Absolutely. if you because if you when you do that right and they're giving out these marijuana cards and you can mm-hmm. go and get your marijuana right. Mm-hmm. You can no longer have a what baby
2: can't carry a weapon legally. You cannot carry it. a weapon you legally. Can't, you can't have both licenses. You just That's can't
3: right. It. Right. And so you get that so you can get all the weed you want right but now you don't have the right to bear arms wow you wow. know and so we we gotta look at we we gotta look at it from both sides of it so yeah. you know you know rob was like Good i point. would never you know i would never get that that card or even a tip you know that that's just not smart i gotta yeah. be able to protect my family
1: yeah well so,
3: yeah especially the way these people are acting now hello <laughs> Seriously, the way the
1: way the folks acting now. Yeah. I, you know, you started with the thing about Arizona, but they're just they really, I think it's a bigger, it's a bigger conversation about making sure we are informed and educated um about what it is that uh is happening. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's yes, a good I food for thought. Let's go ahead and take a break because we got some stuff to talk about. Let's do it, Crystal.
3: Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their position. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM.
1: The internet is just acting up these days, isn't it? It's just really not, not acting right.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. <sighs> the Oscars were going so well. I was even commenting about how for the first time in a long time, I literally laughed through most of the show.
3: Can we just talk? Can we talk about the good the the good stuff first, Mike? Sure. Okay. So, first of all, the three female hosts. Excellent. excellent. The, 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 that opening di- uh, dialogue. Mm, I can't talk today. It's okay. That whole, the beginning, I thought that was excellent. I mean, they were, that joke about they hired the three women because it was cheaper than hiring a man. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was great.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Wonderful. I thought the jokes were funny.
1: Beyonce kicked it off with everything in green.
3: And I and I ain't a big, huge Beyonce fan, but that Mm -hmm. that beginning Mm -hmm. uh presentation was just phenomenal. I was Mm -hmm. just blown away. Mm -hmm. Great shout out to um, oh, what's the drummer's name? Questlove Mm -hmm. for winning his Oscar. His Oscar, Uh, yeah. Shout shout out to Samuel L. Jackson for his honorary Oscar,
1: Governor, the Governor's Award, yeah.
3: Yes, uh, the young lady, forgive me because I can't remember all these people's names, but who, um, for West Side Story, who won the Latina Afro Latina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so which, many, by the way,
1: Rena Rita Moreno
3: won it when she did it. Which I know, it. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, that was uh, funny. just so many. Our our boy from Baltimore, who was yes. directing the uh, the um, orchestra, orchestra uh, yeah, uh, Will Packer, who produced it.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, it was just. That was everything. And I'm going to tell you, I had not initially planned on watching.
1: I know. We talked about, talk about this. Mm-hmm. But
3: I'm so glad. I'm, I'm glad I did for many reasons.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but then there was the slap heard around the oh. world.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I don't think we necessarily need to. T- I mean, it's been talked about today. Oh, yeah. It's
1: been it's been right? talk- I mean, so much has happened since.
3: Like Yeah. Um, yeah. but there's so many like you said layers to this thing yeah beyond the slap itself yeah 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 where, where shall we start mike
1: well i guess the first thing i want to start with is because i in my so my first initial response the whole idea of going going to protect his wife's honor right like i i i thought about that like that was actually to be honest with you for a good day I was standing more for will, you know, because, you know, everybody was picking sides. Right. And I was just like, you know, my question has always been, what is it that would drive you to be willing to risk it all? Right. Just to say, you know what? I don't I don't care because this and and at first I was prepared for that whole conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. And I guess for me, I, I guess for me, let's talk about that for a minute, because. I, I heard some different responses, like I, I and I get confused. And Rob, you can help me out too because I get confused sometimes. And this is going to sound so funny. What do y'all want, Christy? Like, what do y'all want? Do y'all want us to do that for you? Do you not want us to do it for you? I just sometimes feel like if the sun is at a certain peak and if the moon is tilted a certain way, then y'all want this. But then if it's this, like, what is it that y'all want? Because I get a little confused. Okay, Rob, am I the only one that gets a little confused?
2: the the only reason I'm not confused is because when it's time for something like that I believe it's our duty to make a decision. Okay. So we we need to be in a place that we are supposed to be the leaders of the house. Yeah. We're supposed to be in a position to lead the situations. Yeah. So I'm not confused. I kind of know when it's too much for my wife, I can see it. And okay. if I need to step up, I can see it. So I'm good.
4: Okay. And enough.
3: and we and we want to be protected. You know, I I don't have an issue with Will protecting his wife
4: mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm.
3: I would have been appalled if Rob had gotten up at the Oscars and assaulted someone. Now, if he had uh, held his peace and then handled it on the street or you know, in private, then if that's what he felt like he needed to do, then so be it. But I would have I would have been appalled and Peter <laughs> if. If he had Shirella. if he had done
1: that. Um, Shirella said, who's y'all? Yes, boo, we know. We know where you at. I was just, you know, I was talking in general. Let me make sure I'll fix that. But, you know, Shirella oh. and I talked about that part because Shavella said, Shirella said, I, I don't understand how she let him get up. And I thought about that because I could hear Shirella now. Mike, She, I would have been called Michael, Michael, Michael. Then she would have said to Denzel, get him. <laughs>
3: get him. I've had to do that. I've had to been like, baby, this is because Rob is a, he, as I will use Will Smith's words, a fierce protector of his family. Okay. okay. I ain't never, he ain't never scared. Okay. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> I have had to talk him down in, in my best wifely voice <laughs> to be like, baby, this, please calm down. We, it, it, it's, I, I would have, you would have seen me be like, babe, no, you yeah. would have, it's something.
2: Yeah,
3: I yep. don't
2: know. Real quick on that. Yeah, go ahead. The reason, the reason why that didn't happen is because if you look at this relationship with them two, if you see who is leading that household, she is the boss in the chair, and he's one of the henchmen. Yeah, it was funny for a split second when it became not funny, and she—you can see the glance. At him, and next thing you know, you see Will on camera. She been calling the shots their whole marriage. Mm. I'm stop right there because it's deeper than that.
1: Mm. Shirella just chimed in. She said she had to.
2: I I I
1: will plead the fifth on that one. Shirella says she had to do the the, the calm down, the, the <laughs> to get me sat down a little bit. Yeah, right <laughs> now.
3: Here's the thing. It's it it's a time and a, I mean, it's so many. Le- we needed the whole show, Mike. It's a time and a place for things. Yeah. the oscar wasn't the place for that uh but we have to also realize it is clear it is obvious that will is dealing with some some things yeah okay absolutely um, Jaden. even beyond that dealing with his that. mother being abused by his father have you read his I book being, have you read his book i have not
1: yeah His um, book, his book gives a lot of insight into mm-hmm. what's going on because one of the things he talks about even early on is that he was a coward And he allowed people to step on him. And ah, yeah, it's a whole whole lot there. The other piece that I want to talk about, though, is, and I think that this, you can really appreciate this, Rob, as well, is that there are implications for our actions, right? And the implications go beyond us, right? So yeah, he's stepping down from the Oscars. Like, so he's he's resigned from the Academy. Got it. All right, cool. Well, here's the thing. What happens to the cast of Bel-Air? Is Bel-Air going to still be a thing, right? So now you got all those those actor actors who you know their livelihood is over, has some laws of that. You got any other any other films that he's a part of? Are people even going to want to be a part of it just because of the fact that's connected to him, right? And I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I I feel as if I feel as if everybody says, well, he's going to be all right, but I don't know. Like, is he is anything? I mean, yeah, he will personally be all right, but what about those who? Are relying on him, you know, there comes a point where you have a responsibility. What do you what do you think?
3: I i absolutely agree. You have a responsibility. People are connected to you who rely upon beyond your family, you know, yeah. who rely upon what you do uh work-wise and in your career and the personal decisions you make are attached to their paycheck. Um, do I think this is going to devastate Will's career? no i you think that to? it will be a topic of discussion for some time we'll get to a place where this will be can this will be a joke it already has been but this will become a joke uh and he'll he'll get beyond it what i can say is i appreciate despite his actions i appreciate him being a man about it and apologizing to those who he has affected apologizing to chris
4: mm-hmm.
3: um and and, and let's not get lost about on Chris here like we a lot of people talking about will you know Chris has been impacted about this I mean regarding this and like he is not ready i, I appreciate him saying you know what i I'm still processing that and and mm-hmm. I'm gonna work through it his brother I don't know if you saw his brother oh, yeah he's, not, he's yet. Not oh, on site he 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 he, he, he
2: he's hot. Yeah, on site I
3: personally think Tony rock is funnier than Chris rock I've I agree too actually I do but that's so, Kevin
1: like. posed a great question. He said, "Let me impose this question on you Dr. D. Would you get up and protect Javella's honor if she had the hair condition that Jada has?" Absolutely. I would I would make it clear that that was off limits. I don't know that I uh I mean I I can't There's something that you learn about in um in in college called Jahari's Window. And in Jahari's Window there's the unknown. Like you just don't know until you don't know. I don't think I would have acted that way, but I don't know. I, I don't I don't know.
3: Not not no I am not the Oscars. You wouldn't Oscars. have done that. I I would have been on the. You would have you could have bought me for two
2: cents if Doctor yeah. Mike got up and did that. Yeah yeah. Um yeah I wouldn't have not it yeah. wasn't a tag. No nope. you know when I found out she had alopecia after he got after Chris Rock got smacked I didn't know that. Yeah because I didn't I don't follow her red table talk. I knew
3: I knew and I. Knew I I'm sorry. What red, red tape was very popular, but mostly with women. So right. I and oh. but I do know a lot of women that didn't know either. But I I did know I had read about it. You know, in my just you know comings and goings. But let me just this kind of goes back to the she had a bald thing. head at the end to set it off. I, she kind of off to set it off. I know that's what I here, think about. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, right? I'm gonna be transparent. When when Chris Rock told the joke. Even though I knew she had alopecia, I cracked up. I mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I didn't associate <laughs> it with the, because of the alopecia, her head is bald like bi Jane. Yes. And so I was like, oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I think Will looks beautiful. I mean, well, not Will. Jada looks beautiful no matter what her hair looks like. I yep. honestly do. I thought she looked gorgeous that night. Yep. I, I didn't link it to him associating it with her having alopecia it was just the the look of gi jane in her at that time thought it was hilarious now i'm not insensitive to the fact that somebody who has alopecia would take offense to that i i can totally see that right but it goes back to what i said in the beginning have we gotten has society gotten too sensitive these are the same we have okay i know we gotta get to the break thank you crystal all right let me let me just pause on that because I want to talk about jokes and insensitivity and the things that we've joked about about in the past. All right, should we go to break, Doctor Mike?
1: Yeah, let's go to break real quick. Let's okay. pay a bill. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media, brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candid's to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In baltimore you may have seen us at local events such as the poly city tailgate or the randallstown rom you can find us on all social media platforms at the number four any media for any media for
3: anything contact us so we can create okay so real quick we've talked about whitney houston and her drug problems we've talked about r kelly and his issues mm-hmm. bill cosby I mean, we've, we've talked about, uh, what's the other example I had that's up in my mind right now? But but so many things, uh, uh, the mayor of D.C. and his drug problems, mm-hmm. Marion Barry. and Marion Barry, like, that's been a joke in the, the black community and beyond for years while these people were dealing with the issues, right? Stevie,
1: Stevie Wonder's receding hairline.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like We've talked about these things, and, and now it's a problem?
1: That Stevie can't see, though. I, I out about
3: him not being able to see but he jokes about it himself
1: what? yeah that's what i'm saying he, he jokes about it
3: huh <sighs> i don't yeah. know y'all
1: no you're right you're right we've we've gotten to a place but you know what was and I, i'm not trying to make everything overly spiritual i try not to be that guy but the bible does say that we're going you're going to get to a place where people are just everything offends them like every everybody finds everything offensive and we're living in that world and you're right the conversation is much bigger than this right this is just one microcosm of what we're dealing with as a society you know everything is offensive like you know you get a person's pronouns wrong you are the worst person in the world right and it's like i don't i don't know what to call you you know i don't um i was watching an old episode of atlanta because believe it or not i never really watched atlanta um have y'all watched atlanta and I'm I, so I was watching the one. This is the first season when Paperboy was on the little um the little TV show with uh, talking about the trans <laughs> <laughs> and the guy wanted to be transracial. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and so yeah. the thing about it was. <laughs> I want to be a white man. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he said he was he was a developer for Apple. <laughs> and they
3: interviewed his mom. She said he don't work. <laughs> oh no. that's Mike. It's he, gone. Listen, listen. And, but the point is, the that point is I'm making
1: is that like we live in a world now where everything is offensive to everybody and I, I i don't know i don't have the answer to that i don't i don't have the
2: answer to that i don't know so i have um one point is media control so that's why we have to watch what we do yeah in the public eye and and yeah. i don't care if people say oh well, we shouldn't have to worry about standards and you do because we have to go against a narrative that's slanted against us so we do yeah. have responsibility to do things differently. yeah. But what I will say is the media loves it when we look bad, and they will do everything they can to center on that point. Where's the video at where Will Smith didn't just leave the Oscars? Neither did Chris Rock. There is a video of these two men in tears, okay, talking. You can see the apology. You see chris rock shaking his head you see them hug before them two men left that building you where is that at oh, did that, did I, are we are we sure that that did happen i saw the video okay i saw it once i saw the video then it started showing up on TikTok tock feed okay. and i saw the video of them two standing in front of the stage almost talking there wasn't anybody right there directly around you see people moving around but you saw them two men having a moment Don't know what was said, but at at that point, if the right thing wasn't being said, Chris Wright had all right to climb up one side of Will and down the other. That's not what was going on. It was a conversation. You see him shaking his head. You see the embrace with them two. Nobody's seen that. I've saw it. It's not even a word of mouth if somebody says, oh, Will Smith did this. I watched it myself yesterday. Okay. You can see this as those two men that's not going to be everywhere like the yeah. slap was going to be we got the slap in a foreign language that's how fast it came out but that video with those two black men being better than that moment mm. is buried
1: yeah no i i think you're right you're right there is a narrative i i really do appreciate that that you said that rob because that is true because i think that narrative is sexier right that's yeah. that's what sells that's what sells the story
3: and can we talk about Chris Rock's restraint?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. Professionalism.
3: And professionalism, yes. I yeah. don't know how many men, black, white, yeah. Asian. I don't care which. Uh, it, that would have been a whole draw. Well, he was
1: disrespected, too. So not only did he get slapped, but then Will turned his back to him and walked back as if he knew that he, he went, mean, That was the ultimate. That was like the ultimate. Like, mm. you knew nobody was going to do nothing to you. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. it it was, and it took a minute to even believe that that was actually that wasn't a joke. Like we just like, oh, that must have been. I Wait, was.
1: A- I went to bed not convinced that it was. I went to bed still mm. convinced that it it was probably a joke. It mm. took me. It took me the next day to realize no, that was not a joke. Because she realized, I think that was real. I was like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like I just didn't. Hmm
3: when will the, the the vitriol that in which he said keep my mouth my yeah, eyes I saw it. I mean I saw it I know but that's when I was like oh no that's ooh. that's that real like,
1: said that. this is real
3: that huh. looked like rob right there like getting angry about something so that was yeah. acting
1: yeah wow well it, it's oh it, yeah it's going to definitely be something that um is going to get unpacked even more um I'm sad that it happened um i really am because i was ready to celebrate chris winning that i mean not chris um will winning that oscar like i was ready to celebrate that um i was really i was ready to celebrate that and i was ready to see what else what other bodies of work come out as a result of that i mean you know just just ingenue like being able to see her and what she did in that film and then the little girls and oh anyway nonetheless um We'll we'll definitely keep everybody posted and prayed up. Rob, you have one more closing thought? Now I just want to know
2: that y'all know a little bit of the history with that particular family and Chris Rock. You know, it goes back to the same program. 2016. They, boycotted, okay. it. they okay. boycotted it, yeah. And then it was a joke about it, so. Yeah. yeah. There, was
1: lot, there was a lot to it. I'm, I'm sure in the days to come, we're going to hear more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sad that it had to happen that way, but Um, Nonetheless, Rob, thank you, man, for hanging out with us today. We definitely have to do it again when you can. Um, It's always nice to have your point of view on on the show. And uh, thank you to Madam President uh, Cassandra Ferguson for taking a couple minutes before uh, Muffin's uh, (laughs) soccer practice. (laughs) Mason was quiet today. He didn't have anything to to chime in on.
3: He's with his auntie. Downstairs, oh, the, he's quiet. Okay. yeah, he's he's been entertained by his auntie
1: Shaw. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Well, with that being said, Crystal, do we have to take another? Oh, no, we just get out of here. All right, everybody, thank you all for just hanging out with us. Uh, we always try to keep it real. And until next time, peace.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.